Health and well-being indeed it is. And great to be back on the radio with you, Peter Mullen. Haven't seen you for a month or so. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mark. And I've missed you the last few weeks. Well, I... I, I was away for fishing that. for one of those weeks. I didn't miss you that you week. You gave me no thought that I week I did miss all. you the other weeks. What about uh, today's topic? You'll be delving into anxiety and you'll have your top three herbs for anxiety. Yeah, look, I thought um, it's just a good um, sort of segue, a bit of way of introducing herbal medicine as a a really powerful, effective tool that we have in our toolbox as naturopaths, and particularly in regards supporting people that struggle with what is being seen as an epidemic, which is anxiety. We are here with Peter Mullen this afternoon. We'll get into his top three herbs for anxiety in a little while. But Peter, anxiety is becoming so much more of a normal thing that the pace of life just seems to be going at warp speed, um, and we all at some point become very, very anxious. Well, look, it, it, anxiety is one of the most common mental health conditions in Australia. Actually, on average, one in three women and one in five men will experience anxiety at some stage in their life. So that means that in any one year, around two million Australian adults will have anxiety, and that's before we even look at the increase in um, kids being diagnosed with anxiety as well. So, you know, some people say, oh, well, it's just because we're more aware these days, but it's definitely like massively increased from when I first started in in practice um yeah and our modern pace of life you know i think is a big factor um and while it's normal to feel stressed or worried from time to time that's different to anxiety i think sometimes people get a bit confused about what anxiety is as well would it be fair to say like general stress is like here's an actual event or situation that will pass very quickly oh i'm stressed about it that's normal we can deal with it but anxiety is when that feeling just continues yes and yes, doesn't go that's anywhere. a really good explanation actually and a, a good example and yet he's on the big bucks as the herbalist <laughs> <laughs> yes um a, a good example is like i see a lot of kids every year coming in for help for support with stress and stress coping through their hsc and um i always say that it's a double-edged sword it's hard to be a high achiever and want to do really well without a certain amount of stress or anxiety to get you there because that stress or anxiety is what helps you to stay up late to get the study done and mm. you know so it's sort of it's it's hard to be a high achiever without that but as you very aptly put like anxiety is when those feelings don't go away and um or, and or they can come on without any particular reason. So what are some of the things we should be on the lookout for if we may be someone that is suffering from anxiety? Um, sort of the initially it's like the, the symptoms of experiencing excessive fear, worry, um, catastrophizing. So if you're sort of always thinking about, um, you know, the kids, what are the kids up to, oh, what's going to happen after school, like, you know, everything is sort of a... a is going to be a drama of some description. Obsessive thinking is another form of anxiety as well, like leaving the house. And I get a little bit of this sometimes, but I think mine's just a bit of OCD, healthy. Um, I'll go back and check that I've locked the car door a few times or I'll keep pressing the button till I'm probably 100 metres away and the button doesn't mm. work anymore. <laughs> but um, that's making light of it. Like anxiety is where it's debilitating, where you can't function until you've gone back and checked mm. these things. So I guess that's what you touched on there, Peter, is some of the behavioural things. Um, what about, I guess, in the physical? We're talking like panic attacks and, and things of that nature? Panic attacks, um, racing heart, um, restlessness, feeling tense, hot and cold flushes, um, just feeling like on edge all the time. You know, a good example is if like if a car door slams and you, every time that happens you startle. So it's mm. an increase in that startle response. And... Um, part of the reason why the nervous system is so turned on like 
if you think about stress and anxiety as opposed to full on anxiety, so stress and being anxious is it's a it's a normal response biophysiology. It comes from a primitive part of our brain and it's one of the reasons why human beings are such a successful species for populating the planets. So this fight, this is called the fight or flight response, and the theory is that if you're in the jungle, come across a tiger, surge of adrenaline, you either wrestle the tiger or climb the nearest tree. So with um, stress and being anxious, it's a normal. So if you've got an exam coming up, um, if there's a situation, you know, someone's trapped in a car and you've got to turn the car over, all of these sorts of factors. But that stress response should turn on 15 to 17 minutes and then turn back off again. And then you should be calm and on your way and... and you know, whatever. But anxiety happens when that stress response doesn't turn off or you've broken that switch. And so rather than your nervous system calm back down, it sort of breaks through that whole stress ceiling. And then, you know, as it's starting to settle, something else sets it off and then something else sets it off until it's kind of all-consuming. So anxiety as such is kind of like a, um, a broken stress response that we've got to try and fix or rebalance or get back in working order. Peter Mullen is here. In a little while, we'll get into his top three herbs for anxiety. But first, Peter, we need to sort of canvas a little bit more on actually what anxiety is and some of the causes, some of the things that we should be on the lookout for that may put us in that category. So yeah, causes of anxiety, anxiety can be caused by many things. Um, And you know, from a naturopathic point of view, it's a whole health situation. It's not just a mental health situation. Um, but there are some patterns that sort of show up. So where there's a family history of people also suffering from anxiety and depression, and a lot of people with anxiety do have you know a bit of a crossover with depression and other symptoms as well, but where there's a family history of anxiety, um, certain personality traits may make you more likely to have anxiety. So um, if you've always been a bit of a perfectionist, if you get stressed when things don't work out exactly how you want them to, you may be more prone. Um, stressful events. So anxiety can develop as a result of stressful events. It can be like the trigger. Um, things like um, you know work stress, job change, family relationships, challenges, pregnancy and birth, trauma. Whole host of you know events can trigger someone to become more anxious. But not necessarily. Like mm. some people can have terrible um, traumatic events happen over their life, but not develop anxiety. So I think you've still got to have the predisposition. Interesting, Love. Is the reverse of that also possible? Like if you if you're going along and things are okay and you don't and but these massive life changes happen and all of a sudden boom you're on a path through anxiety is by getting by getting back to a more calmer life pattern does can that sort of just flick the switch back the other way or not really? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I believe anxiety is something that can be managed and um for some people they can recover mm. from it definitely. Health, physical and mental, I would imagine that also plays a part for us. Yeah, look, physical health, you know, like, again, it's sort of if you start to add up the list of stresses in your body, so if you've got diabetes, asthma, blood pressure, um, heart disease, like any sort of inflammatory condition seems to be associated with anxiety because there's a possibility that anxiety is associated with inflammation in your brain and nervous system. So systemic inflammation of any kind, we can reduce that. It may actually calm down that stress response as well. So it's interesting. We've come a long way since talking about these conditions as being just a brain chemical imbalance. Mm. You know, we know that it, there's probably more inf- inflammations involved somewhere. There's an immune involvement, and that's what's causing the brain chemistry to shift 
as well. Like with anxiety, we want to do what we can to increase a neurotransmitter called GABA. So GABA like puts the brakes on our stress response. It's part of that turning that anxiety or that stress response off. Um, whereas another component, another neurotransmitter called glutamate is the one that sort of turns that whole system on. So things that can um, increase GABA are things that are going to, and this is how some of your traditional anti-anxiety medications work, by increasing GABA. So okay. when we talk about the herbs in a moment, I'll be talking about the herbs there that have actually been shown to increase GABA, which puts the brakes on this anxiety or stress response. Fair enough. Now, what, now that we realise what can cause it and, and we may feel that we may be uh, in an anxious state, there is, uh, are a couple of things we can do. Uh, you're suggesting a, a, an anxiety checklist. Where can we find one of those? Yeah, look, one of, the, one of the best websites to have a look at if you're concerned about your own uh, mental health or a family member is um, Beyond Blue. And um, they have an anxiety checklist there to see if your symptoms indicate high levels of anxiety. So, But, you know, seeing, seeing your GP... Um, GPs are well versed, and they have some great questionnaires. Um, seeing a good naturopath, um, again, you know, th- they can sort of help point you in the right direction to get this properly diagnosed. You probably need to see, you know, a doctor or a um, psychologist. However, um, anxiety is definitely something that comes under the scope, or naturopaths can help a lot as well. So, when you are FM one hundred three point seven, as we continue with health and well-being with Peter Mullen and Julie at the junction, you have a, a question on anxiety for Peter today, Julie. Hello, Julie. Hi, Peter. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. That's good. Um, It was more just a conversation more so than um, a question, I guess, at the end of the day. But um, just in regards to anxiety, um, I I grew up very anxious because of um, certain scenarios in my family life. Yes. not not severe, but usually reg- mainly regarding poverty, and um, so hence I, I guess my biggest answer for that that I learned from a very very young age. I think it started when I was probably about six or seven. I started running. Yeah. Okay. And and running was one of my absolute biggest saving graces in life. Um. We were always a very sport-active family, but running, sometimes I would come home and run, and then I would then jump on a bike and ride, and sometimes that would go on for hours. Um, and that that also helped my mental state as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, because a lot of it had to do with loneliness and a whole lot of things. And and then from there, I I chose the direction of healthy food, so I was very extremely keen on very healthy foods and did all the the right things as far as the food concept was concerned. Um, but in saying all that, I've never been sick a day in my life and I'm quite old. Yes. Um, but uh, the latest thing that I've come across, and I, I guess this is my question in a weird way, um, is a thing called the turmeric shot, which I found online because I've always um, used natural remedies for healing. I don't ever go to a doctor. I've never been to a doctor in my life except for when I had my daughter, and which is a combination of um, turmeric, um, apple cider vinegar with the mother, um, black pepper, yes, um, honey, and I've added my own extras. Oh, and then it's got water in it with it. 
And then I've added my extras, which is cumin and extra virgin olive oil, um, garlic and chilli. Fantastic. That, that, that in itself, like just with what you said there, really sums up how much um, people can be doing to help themselves with anxiety. Like exercise is really key for anyone suffering with anxiety. That really um, makes a big difference with encouraging positive endorphins. Um, the healthy food takes this pressure off the gut and the liver particularly. But um, that turmeric shot's a fantastic idea because that's basically an anti-inflammatory, which is what I was talking about before in the break. So. And I would imagine it would help with the, potentially with a lot of other areas too. Oh, yeah, that's mm. that's a great combination with the apple cider vinegar for the gut, the garlic. and So, yeah, thank you so much, Julie. That's um, really good really good tips. Yeah, I mean, we hit the cooking program again. Uh, no, Peter, no, no. That, that, all good stuff. Now, we need to very quickly uh, brush through the three herbs. Uh, first one you've got is passion flower. What, uh, what's passion flower and why that one? Well, passion flower is part of the passiflora family, which also includes the passion fruit. And um, people have used the variety of passion flower since the 16th century for medicinal use. So this is where herbs really um, get a lot of credibility, to my mind, is when they've been used for over you know, 500 years. Good evidence to suggest that passion flower helps relieve anxiety symptoms because of its um, anti or, or anxiolytic effect, anxiety calming. Um, Researchers believe passion flower may help treat anxiety and insomnia because it may increase levels of GABA, which is the brain chemical. We're back to GABA again, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, That's one, a double, double, isn't it? Anxiety and insomnia. Yeah. One, one of which could be, is almost, can be a byproduct of well, the other. Well, they often go hand in hand. Mm. Um, one, yeah, so quite a few studies done around passion flower. And it's one of my favorite herbs. Even if someone's feeling anxious, you can take five to ten mil shot of passion flower and you'll feel calm almost straight away. Mexican valerian, um, and this is different to your normal valerian, which I find for some people can cause gut issues and um, dreams and all sorts of things. Mexican valerian is, is, has a lot less um, adverse effects, widely used to treat anxiety as well as sleep disorders. Um, so, yeah, as... It's one of my favourite herbs in a mix with, again, with maybe passion flower and um, where there's sleep issues. And kava. Kava, everyone knows about kava. It's the traditional Fijian um, ceremonial drink. And um, it's made from the root of a, a plant that grows native to the Pacific. Um, recent studies, there was a study down at Monash University um, where they compared kava with the uh, how well it worked and comparative side effects with some of the benzodiazepines, which is a traditional anti-anxiety medication, and they found that their that kava was just as effective in treating mild to moderate depression when they were looking at GAD. So, and kava is amazing. Like when you actually take the herb, your tongue actually feels a little bit numb after you've had it. <laughs> and this is a good thing. Oh, it's a good thing. Yeah, it helps okay. you it helps you sort of your brain to think, oh, this is actually working. Mm. So. But um, like anything, whenever you use herbal medicines, you really need to see someone that specializes in herbal medicine um, because certain herbs, like say, for instance, some John's wort, can't be taken if you're also taking anti-anxiety or an antidepressant. So herbs still need to be prescribed. They are still a natural medicine. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the, our herbal toolbox, toolbox from a naturopathic point of view gives us great scope to be helping you know, a, a lot of people with um, suffering from anxiety. So 
And, and just also reading through your notes on passion flower, which was your first herb, uh, not to take that one if uh, pregnant or breastfeeding. Yeah, so mm. that's what I mean. Like when you're taking herbs, you've, you've got to see someone that's experienced with prescribing herbs, but they are they work phenomenally well and you know generally no side effects. So. That's a look at Peter's three herbs for anxiety. They are passion flower, carver, and Mexican valerian, obviously taken with a good dose of expertise. Thank you, Peter. A great program as always. Thank you, Mark. And lovely to... Back with you again. Yep, we'll do it all again next Tuesday on the radio. Uh, Health and wellbeing with Peter Mullen at Two NUR FM one hundred three point seven. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Two NUR FM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, wellbeing, pet care, finance, business, and travel. You'll find them all at twonurfm.com. dot